What up, niggas? What up, Joe? Episode three. Rashad Nasir. Marky J. Lance Vance. What's popping? That was awkward. Yeah. I didn't know that we were doing the thing. I didn't know. I thought that. you oh. forgot your name for no, a no, second. No. Right. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> we here again. Early as hell. Still. It's not raining. This is it's not raining oh, today. Right. No, it's not. Yeah. But there's still a little bit of snow on the ground. It's crazy. And it's not spring yet. We need to put a yeah. for those of you who are Amber alert on spring. For those of you who are listening who are not from Chicago, I just want to say today is going to be, I think, in the 40s, right? It snowed early yesterday morning. It got warm. Most of the snow melted. Most of it, right? Just to put things in perspective, tomorrow I think it's going to be in the high 60s, and then like on Monday it's supposed to snow again. So this is the weather that we're dealing oh, yeah. with right now. Spring is hanging with some niggas she ain't supposed to be. Yeah. Type shit. I saw like, this meme that was like, um, me, uh, you coming? And then it's like spring, who all over right. there? <laughs> <laughs> this shit is wild right now, for real. But <laughs> That's well, so funny. <laughs> but once again, man, uh, um, we missed y'all last week because Marky was being selfish and took a road trip. Um, Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, I had to go to Vegas. Um, it was a good time. Yeah. How was, how was that drive? That drive was death. Yeah. So it was 30 hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. From Chicago to Vegas. That's like including the pit stops and the bathroom That's breaks. 30 back and forth. No, that's there. 30 Holy there? Shit. 30 back? Yeah. Nah, fuck yeah. that. Yeah, and we didn't like I get a room or anything. We just fucking like snoozed for a second and then hopped back on. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, we went like straight there. Was there any uh, Red Bull... Starbucks involved? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, definitely. Good. Oh, kind of fucking. There, I had the detox. <laughs> <laughs> I had the detox so bad because it was like so much, so many chemicals and caffeine. Oh, my God. Yeah. Were, were y'all like switching, driving? We thing? were switching. Okay. It was mainly me and Junior, though, okay. that drove. See, when I'm on a road trip like that, yeah. I tend to get when I'm in the passenger side or not driving. It's like I get car sick. Yeah. I get antsy. You but if I'm I driving, I'm not thinking about it as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you kind of can't really. You yeah. Drive yeah. yeah. You're you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't be no passenger nigga though. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like eighty. I'd be ADD than a motherfucker. Yeah. I would be. It's like what the. F- Going through those mountains, you start hallucinating and seeing shit. Like the high altitudes, we were 9,000 feet in the air at one point. And then there's like these steep drops. And like Junior, like I could tell Junior was so nervous. He was like, oh fuck. Like holding the steering wheel so fucking tight. Like it's crazy driving through the mountains. Wow. Did you see any weird shit? UFOs and all this? No, no UFOs. (laughs) Yeah. But I did. I, I was saying like, wow, these these fucking roadmaps are like dancing and like these like oh, I was wow. seeing shit too. But maybe, maybe I'll try too. Kudos to you guys. Yeah, yeah. definitely. No, that but was, once we got there, it was it was cool. I feel like that would have been a great acid trip. Um, <laughs> no, I was scared. I was, <laughs> I was scared. I was gonna see people poking out the mountains and shit. Like I, I don't the, think I can. The hills have eyes. And no, shit. I couldn't. I couldn't do nothing like that on a trip like that. Trapped in a car, like <laughs> trapped no. in a car. <laughs> so how hot was it? It was like eighties, seventies, eighties. I can, nice. I can deal with that dry heat. Yeah, I rather the dry heat than the humidity. Yeah, That's it was cool. nice. I can deal with that. 
That was funny. But welcome back, Marky. It's winter as fuck over here. It's fine. Yeah, it's coming, though. Yeah. I got a little taste of summer. That's that's all I needed to get me through the last little weeks of winter. I think we'll be good. We got maybe about two more weeks. Yeah. Yeah, before it get blazing hot and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Blazing hot and humid. Before we have a week of summer and then back to... (laughs) Yeah. No. But yeah, let's get right into it. Got a lot of uh, heavy shit to talk about today. Um, hopefully, we can make a little humor out of it. I know I got some shit. Um, but first things first, Cardi B album Congrats. release. Definitely. Um, what's the shit called again? Invasion, Invasion of, of Privacy. Invasion of Privacy. So, which actually is a really good title, by the way. Yeah, great title. It is definitely. And I love the cover art too. I, yeah, I'm, like, I'm not gonna agree with that, but I love oh. the title. I don't love the. I don't love the album. I don't like the album cover that much. I don't. Um, but that doesn't take away from the music. Why not? And the title. Why don't you like it? <clears throat> um. I feel like her cover is like a little like I don't feel like it's Mickey her. Hurt. I don't feel like it's her. I just don't feel like it's yeah. Cardi. You know what I mean? Like I just don't. Eh, granted, I mean this is her first you know regular album right. release. You know what I mean? She stepped everything up. I mean the album in terms of the music, the production, the lyrics, everything is you know, it, it's it's a debut album. It's an album. You know what I mean? But I don't know the album. I don't I don't like it. I don't like how she looks. I don't know if I, I, feel I like, like it. It should have been like a little bit more grimy. It should have been like yeah. I mean you know. It's, but you know what? I think that it's more of an effort to cross her over a little bit and into the mainstream Mm -hmm. because she is mainstream right now so we don't want to like ruin that by this is me like being devil's advocate right now Mm -hmm. but I I like it I think it's kind of you know what it reminds me of Rihanna Loud era a little bit or am I thinking of the right era um well I mean Loud was like S&M Oh, oh, oh! I got you. I got you. I get it with the with the color mm-hmm. and the the loud patterns and like just the over. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. What I will say, what I can correlate with that cover, I think it's a little bit abrasive. I think that's kind of how Cardi's attitude and her yeah. music is. So like, I get that connection. I just don't know if I like the styling. Yeah. I don't know if I like the yellow of finger her. waves. It just looks kind of clownish. I, I wasn't feeling the hair. I, I, I kind of like I the, hair. the hair. But you know, I like the styling for now. If this is like a look, uh, like an everyday look, yeah, it's a bit much. But I feel like for an album or for like cover art, I think it's like effective. Like it's a memorable image. I don't know. To me, I like it because I feel like it gives off the like maybe a little. The album might be a little raunchy and risque, but it's still like classed up street rap. Yeah, you know. See that? Oh, classed up street rap. Interesting. Cardi B out here like fucking ratchet Jesus and shit. Yeah, she is. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Do you guys ever um, look at? Uh, I think it's Metric, Meta, Metacritic or Metric. It's like a website that they use where you know people online they um, rate the albums and they get the score and they from uh, 0 to 100 Mm-mm. and the albums get reviewed and they average the um, reviews by uh, you know the reviews that other people give and they yeah. average that together anyway long story short this is what they use for everyone's albums she's at 82 Wow. You know what? I did see that. Yeah, she is. She's at 82, yeah. and she's had, I think, 12 reviews so far. So that's just from Pitchfork, Rolling Stone, you know, like just all the major, you know, magazines or websites or, you know, album review websites. And just to put things into perspective, Nikki doesn't have one album that's rated 
at 82. No, one. Her highest, highest rated was the um, Roman Reloaded, the re-up. Mm. Okay. Which was good. But, um, you know I just, what? But she's more of a singles artist. Like who? She, Nikki. No like, way. Yeah. No she, way. She does a lot of features, I mean. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, but it's based but it's based off of, so these numbers are based off of their albums, though. I know. Just the album reviews, That's right? That's what I'm saying. So I, I kind of understand why her albums aren't may, maybe not as rated as high, because she, her, I feel like her, and don't jump on me, because I know you're I'm right. not, Listen, <laughs> I, hey, we're having a conversation. I, but... I feel like she never, she never to me came out with like a cohesive work as an album. Like I feel like yeah, the song like they may have the same sort of themes or whatever, but it's never been like entirely cohesive to me. I've always been kind of choppy where I like one song over here and then I'm like skip skip. Well, I, yeah. I I think what makes it the difference is the like the inception of Cardi B, knowing her background, like we've watched the story, we see her put out like the first single, like Bodak right. Yellow blew up, and it's kind of like it's one of them things where it's like we're looking at it from the from the perspective of like we can't really put her on the caliber of a Nicki Minaj. So <laughs> when she drops an album and saying, "Hey, this is my shit. This is what I want to do," we're mm-hmm. We're kind of like critiquing it a little bit differently. Who are you talking about, Cardi, Nikki or Cardi? Cardi, to the point where it's like, oh, she gave us this body of work. Let's examine this shit and see, does it really live up to the hype? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we ever really had to do that with Nikki because we know she can rap. We know, she, you know, she put out great singles. She already has the attachment to Young Money. She's been on Drake's song, Wayne's right, songs, right. hella features. So it's like. You know, the, her albums were dope, but it didn't really, like, have the same kind of demand that I think that Cardi shit has Well, right I now. feel like Cardi is the result of the culture that we're in right now, which is we like to root people on, and we like to... It's She's like, the underdog. Yeah, it's like kind of that, She's like, YouTube um, culture where, like, you like to see people come from the, the bottom, from the mm-hmm. bottom the and you like to watch them, like, grow. Yeah. And I feel like everybody did that with Cardi. Mm-hmm. In a way that we weren't exposed to Nikki. Yeah. And definitely. so she kind of has that advantage of being a personality and like a whole total package mm-hmm. where Nikki still has this element of like mystery. Yeah. And like this, she has like her own persona outside of being like Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Lance? <laughs> Lance is looking like. <laughs> I'm not impressed. <laughs> um, I was gonna say just to piggyback off what you were saying for Nikki's albums, I think that there's a possibility her albums haven't gotten that type of review from there because she does sometimes have filler tracks. Right. And I watched an interview with her. And she was talking about how she feels like, you know, she's obligated to, when she releases an album, she wants to have 18, 19, 20 tracks. You know, she feels like she owes that to her fans. Right. You know, but at the same time, I personally rather listen to, like, Cardi's length of her album, I think it's 13, and it's, like, no filler. I personally rather listen to that myself. Right. And I feel like it's a lot harder to make a cohesive piece of work when you do have that many songs. It's it's just hard. It they is. can all be, it could be great music, but it doesn't necessarily make sense when yeah. you have that the amount of... needs to... Yeah, it's a lot, play. you know, it's a lot to go in with that, but um, just 
in terms of Cardi, though, I mean, the album, I definitely was not expecting to like it. I didn't. Mm. I, 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 as really much good. as I like her, because I watched her, like, her um, Instagram videos before she, like, blew up as a rapper, before she was on Love & Hip Hop. Right. And I thought she was funny. So mm-hmm. I like. I already liked her. As much as I liked her, I didn't want to like this album, and I like it. So much so that I like more songs on this album than I do from, like, some of my, like, favorite albums of all time, which mm. was, like, That's I don't a big know. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but she has a lot of, like, good hits on here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I radio agree. tracks. I agree. I agree. Which and, is the formula today. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. really care about, like, album, album cuts like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I didn't... I've only listened to, like... Five, six tracks. I mean, like, the shit with Chance was dope. The YG joint. There was a few others. That Did I, you listen to Bacon Head? No. I no. Like that's, the one, that's the one that everybody was telling me was, like, dope. I ain't listen to yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, um, a a strip club anthem. I yes. mean, but she kind of flipped the meaning because she sampled Project Pat. And she sampled... I didn't know this. She sampled Project Pat. The chicken head Pat, joint, right? The chicken head joint, okay. but she also sampled Too Short. Another oh, song. She took it. Head. That's what it's called. Bickin Head. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't. I. I didn't put the connection together. Yeah. With the B and shit. And okay. then she. She. She sampled a too short. I was watching this YouTube video and um she sampled the. Uh, I don't know what it's called when it. I, I don't want. She didn't sample the beat, but she sampled the. Um, damn, what would that be called? It wasn't the actual song. It was the, I don't know if it, I would consider that the arrangement. She sampled something from the Too Short song, too, though, and she fused what, it together. Which Too Short song? Um, I forget the name of it. It was, I don't know if it was even a big Too Short song, but when you heard the original song, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it was it was a dope fusion of the two, but um, yeah, the damn album is like so good. It is. It's really good. I like it. Big ups to realize, her. I didn't realize that. Um, I don't think she sampled it though. But like when she when she sang on SNL, mm-hmm. did you like notice that she um, referenced Lauren Hill? Yeah, that's what I was telling yeah. you guys when she. Yeah, like she sampled. She sent like care for me, care for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. She sampled. Is one. that in the track? Too? It is. Okay, it is. By the way. Didn't I tell you she was pregnant? I was just about to say that. You definitely <laughs> called that shit early as hell. I said that. that. I knew it. I knew it. And I just didn't know what they were waiting for because I know that she's supposed to be at Coachella. Yeah. So, I mean, it was going to come out. Right. Well, from what I heard, a friend of a friend who has a friend that actually works at the label, I've been, like, digging and shit. So they, it was it was all orchestrated in that way. There okay. was a certain point where the label, and, and she even confirmed that there was a certain point that the label didn't know that she was pregnant, which she said on a recent interview interview with Ebro on High 97. But, like, they they wanted to keep it on the hush so they can... It's smart. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Is she or isn't definitely. she? It's just, yeah. like, yeah. another another topic or another thing to talk about in terms of Cardi, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I get it. I totally got it, but I And we kind of knew because she didn't deny that shit. Any other, any other time, she would probably right. would have been like, nah, nigga, I ain't pregnant in exactly. her little funny voice. Exactly. You know, she talked like she got little teeth. Yeah, but. right, right, right. She does, she does. And it's, it's just so crazy because yeah. I'm like, no, nah, she's pregnant. I'm like, and then like even what she was, um, how she has been dressing the past yeah. month. Yeah. 
I, I just I knew that they were like trying to hide it, but I was waiting to see how how it was gonna come about, how they were gonna come out with it. But I mean, you know, big ups to her. I know a lot of people have been saying like, "Oh shit, like what are you doing? You're ruining your career." Like, da, da, da. you know, you know. So I watched. She did an interview. Um, it was two days ago she did an interview and she was talking about it and she's just like people keep making jokes and saying you know like why is she fucking up her career she's like I'm grown she was like I'm grown she was like I'm 25 she was like I'm engaged I'm gonna get married she was like yes I'm the fourth baby mama but she was like even if yeah that was the hot 97 was that hot 97 and she was like even if we don't end up getting married you know she's he's still a great father and um I know my kids my kid will be taken care of Um, so like her attitude towards it is you know like she's ready she's like why do I have to wait until I'm in my mid 30s to have a child you know what I mean she's like I'm doing things the way I want to and I feel like it's the right way yeah I was I was thinking about that. I mean, I definitely initially thought that it that wasn't really a good move. And I don't know, was it really on the account of her just being pregnant or the attachment of of being pregnant by offset, offset. and what that does to her her brand and everything, but I I feel like we can kind of put that in like the greater conversation of like, you know, why do we have to critique a woman in that manner? in terms of, you know, how she wants to live her life, right. with her body and things of that nature. So, you know, I don't really have much to say. Um, I really, I don't really plan on listening to the album because it's just not my, it's not your, not my cup not, of tea. Not your jam. You know, not my, not my cup of joe. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, it's interesting seeing just how how many um, males are like supporting now? I'm like really talking about this shit. Like, yo, this Cardi shit fire. As I was saying earlier, like niggas taking mm-hmm. screenshots mm-hmm. of the fucking tracks that they listen mm-hmm. to. You know, I don't think we've right. ever seen um, somewhat of a uh, unanimous vote on yeah. on somebody's album. For her. Yeah, most definitely, and you have to. And everybody's really supportive of her pregnancy too. So yeah, yeah. I mean, who can say anything bad about that? I mean, a lot of people. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, mean, a lot of people have, too, but... It, it, mm. Because it's her. Yeah. I think because, and because everybody it's likes female her. Rap. Well, what were you like, I say? feel like because she is a rapper, like, and she's gonna be, like, representing herself in, like, sort of a raunchy kind of way, it's hard to, like, see past that when you're pregnant. Yeah. Hmm. It's a different perspective. So... I mean, and and that's just me coming from, like, that's not my personal opinion, because I feel like you, know, you do what the fuck you want. But I feel like generally people are going to be like, I don't know if she should be rapping that with a baby inside of her. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if she should. I was like, how did the baby get here? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. But um, I'm definitely hoping that a, a, a lot of good comes comes from this. I hope a lot of uh, female rap MCs become um, inspired. Like, I, I hope that it pushes the envelope a little bit more where we can, like, really champion and vibe with, you know, women in hip-hop. Yeah. You know, rather than having this kind of, like monopoly kind of thing where only one can dominate for a period of time and everybody else is just like I kind of feel like this made her even more relatable yeah definitely being pregnant definitely yeah Mm -hmm. especially unexpected yeah like being she is like the epitome of like being thrown in and like 
just rolling with it and just like kind of being a normal person in the midst of all this like she wasn't groomed from like you know from being a toddler into Mm -hmm. this world like Beyonce or like anybody else it just happened yeah it just sort of happened to her and I think we can all kind of see like yeah I don't know what I would do if I was just thrown into the limelight like that like I'd probably do the same shit. Yeah, definitely. You know, so I think that this has made her even more relatable and likable. And, it, and it's super transparent because, like, because when, when I think about, like, Nikki's public perception, I find that a lot people don't like her off of the strength of just her attitude, the character, the kind yeah. of, the kind of, the bully that she has played, you know, that whole, you know, you bitches is my son kind of vibe. She kind of had to play that to dominate in and, her field, Right, though. exactly. I never understood, though. Can I just say, and this may be biased, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, first of all, I feel like men do that type of shit all the time. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That, like, Almost cocky, like, I don't even know if I would say bully necessarily, but you know that cocky, like, I'm the shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like guys do that all the time, and I feel like Nicki was just doing what is done in hip-hop, but I feel like because she was a woman, it was taken differently, and it was like, it had to be about somebody. Like, it had to be about Kim. It had to be about, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, like, even Cardi in this album, she's like talking like that. There are a couple tracks, and she even said something about like these, some about these old bitches, like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, all right, cool. So, I mean, yeah, we all like Cardi, but I mean, she's doing, she's doing what we do in hip hop. So like, why is it different when a woman does that versus when, and I mean, granted, there are beefs, you know what I'm saying? Granted, you know what I'm saying? Back, you may have heard something, like you may have heard Drake say something, you might have assumed he was talking about Jay-Z or, you know what I'm saying, somebody else, but it wasn't taken as 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 hard as it is for when Nicki Minaj did it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I don't know. I just felt like it was kind of weird but to me. But then on the flip side, we often hear the conversation of hip-hop of like, oh, why do they have to, you know, be beefing? Why why can't they come together? You know what I'm saying? As as if women in hip hop can't be competitive among each other. Right. That they have to all be, you know, cordial and friends and, you know, super fucking feminine in, in their shit and not really treat this shit like it's a fucking contact sport. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 like a double edged sword when it when it comes to um Yeah, but women it's in, in a rap. different way than it is with like male rap. Because I feel like so many male rappers can be in the same arena without, like, necessarily competing against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas, like, female rappers, like, aren't allowed that. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like that kind of is seen in, in just, like... Anything. Women in, on yeah. an everyday basis. Mm-hmm. Like, the caddy shit that yeah. you see. You know what I'm saying? That's another the, thing. I feel like people just want women to be caddy because they think that that's, like, fabulous or, like, glamorous or whatever. So they're, like, anything that Cardi might say or anything that Nicki might say to me, ooh, she's throwing shade. Right, like, right, ooh. right. You yeah. know, but I feel like women are the greatest supporters of that the greatest antagonizers of very that but yet still kind of act like they're being suppressed I don't think necessarily (laughs) you going somewhere else with this Rashad you going somewhere else with this you going somewhere else with this (laughs) tread lightly you got Marky up there black twitter come for me I'm ready right (laughs) no I feel like um you made me lose my train of thought (laughs) 
<laughs> threw me off. Well, I mean, we were, just, we were basically just saying, you know, in, in terms of the women, I mean, like, I know, like, even, you know, shows like The View, it's like, you know, they're on a talk show to, you know, talk about different things. And yeah. they're not going to all agree, right? You know, but immediately when there's like an argument on there, it's just like, oh my god! Like, did you see? Like, they're just so catty. Each other, they're ripping. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like you know this level of you know quote unquote cattiness. But it's like if that was a panel of men and it was an argument, it wouldn't be perceived the same way. So, I mean, I don't know. I I I think it's kind of hard to um, to try to understand. I guess uh, why that's. The perception at this point, I mean, I feel like there should be a way for even women to go ahead, whether it's on a talk show like The View or yeah. a rapper. It's like I feel like they should at this point be able to kind of say what they want to say without it being some underlying message or like people coming up with this like narrative and like what's this about or who is this about or she's just being like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It, it is a it is a double standard for sure. I mean, it's. Obvious. To um, take this deep Rashad style. Might as well. I feel like. We're going there anyway, so we might as well. I feel like there's like this underlying thing in black culture, period, where we're always looking for subliminal messages because we always kind of have this in the back of our heads that somebody's out to get like my spot. Mm -hmm. So we're always looking for, wait, was that shade? Right. Were you. Are you coming for me? Yeah. So that I can be prepared. Dissecting like we're lines we're and like shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and I feel like that breaks down like to regular life too. So yeah. I, I think that that's no different when we come to like analyzing our faves. Like of course we're gonna be looking for like, oh was she what was she trying to say about and that's where like And it's entertaining too. That's culture. another reason. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. It is. It is for sure. But so, I feel yeah. like that's that's kinda where it comes from. Yeah. It, it all ties in together. Yeah, most definitely. Um, especially, like, being in this, like, particular climate of just, like, the, you know, the Time's Up, Me Too, you know, the, the general, you know, rise of, like, women in fucking general. You know, I, I definitely think that Cardi B is a, a indirect product of that. Or rather, her her being is kind of, like... <laughs> somewhat nurtured by that vibe that we in right now and you know I kind of think that she is um, she benefits from that from I think that's a stretch no but I don't think it's a stretch explain well explain what you what you're saying meaning that, that the mass support that we see of Cardi B right now uh-huh. based upon where she comes from her humbleness okay people being able to relate to her. Correlate that back to the Me Too, though. Not in relation to, like, Me Too, the movement, but but just in in this moment of women that we're in. I kind of think I don't think that has nothing. Absolutely. I I can't connect that at all. I think so. I I think I see where you're going with that, just in in the fact that, like, we want somebody... We as women, yeah, because I am the spokesperson for all women. I'm kidding, <laughs> but like, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna respond to that part. Yeah. No, I'm saying that like I feel like we want somebody to relate to. We want somebody who can be sensual, sexual, funny, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and successful, all wrapped into a rap phenomenon. Like, and she's it. Yeah, you know, definitely. I feel in like a, though there's a, a large group of women 
and granted, I'm not a woman myself, but I definitely, you know, have women friends and I read, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of people don't feel like a lot of people don't. I won't I won't say people don't like Cardi, but they don't feel like she's an accurate representation of women. Of they don't women. like a lot no, of things. No, no, not of all women, but it's the fact of like she's doing her thing and she's unapologetic yeah. about it and it's so transparent. Oh, kind of like Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like, feel like she's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I kind of get that Relatable. from her. Relatable, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's the mistake of a lot of people when they think of, like, feminism, when they think of these movements. They think that this woman has to be this, like, hairy, you know, hairy-pitted lesbian, <sighs> like, you know, chick to be a feminist. <laughs> and, like, no, like, you don't have to be a certain way to have feminist views or to like act as a feminist or empower women like you can be sexual you can be funny you can be raunchy so like Amber Rose yeah yeah (laughs) we'll give her that (laughs) but yeah I I think it's it's good to see women in different like aspects of life being successful you know not despite the or in spite of how sexual they are or how explicit they are, how raunchy they are or how uneducated they are, whatever, just being them. Like women should basically women should have the freedom to be whoever the fuck they are without being like, oh, but you're a woman. So you should keep your lady hands to yourself. So you should you should act (laughs) in a certain way. You you know, like you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't (laughs) act in these arenas like, you know. Right. I just feel like it's important. Yeah, that's cool. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah, that shit cool, you know. I don't, he, I don't got nothing for a woman with Harry Pitts, though, but, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't have to be Harry Pitted to be a feminist. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, there's a different kinds. I mean, so I've heard, you know, but there's a lot of women who don't feel like a lot of these. I mean, is it just me or does it feel like everyone's like a feminist now you know what I'm saying like they want to be a feminist like this is I'm a feminist it's like okay but what exactly see I felt the problem I have is that I don't feel like people I don't feel like a lot of those women who are self-proclaimed feminists Mm -hmm. uh, understand I guess where the title or the definition of what feminist is about Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of people just feel like oh well I'm pro-woman so I feel like everything that you know comes against us or everything that's not fair to women I'm against so I'm a feminist and this is what I stand for but it's like well what really are you standing for I feel like there can be different kinds mm-hmm. I feel like there's can be different types of feminists but I just feel like right now especially with the Me Too especially with the Time's Up I feel like there's a lot of women who are just kind of like piggybacking off of that and just kind of saying they're feminists just for the sport of it which I don't really understand myself so how are they feminizing wrong to you like what are they doing that like contradicts them being feminist Um, it sounds like toxic hyper masculine alpha male territory (laughs) yeah you know what and we've talked about that before um i don't i don't want to say god how can i put this without offending no political correct shanking in here i don't want to say that there's I feel like there's posers. I feel like there's people who are pretending to be feminists. I don't have anything against actual feminists, right? And I don't think that the the definition is very... um, People's way of representing a feminist is black and white. I think that there can be some gray, right? Because... 
I can personally feel like Amber Rose is a feminist, and there's a lot of women and a lot of men who strongly disagree with that. Yeah. Um, but I think that in the times that we're in right now, I think a lot of people kind of just go with, you know, I am going to, I am pro-woman, which nothing's wrong with, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like guys can be feminists as well, by the way. But I just think that right now, I think a lot of people are just saying that they are, but don't actually do anything to, you know, back it up or actually help in any type of way in terms of the movement. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I can say I'm a feminist, but what are you doing? Like, what are you doing to be a feminist? You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of people, especially with those movements, Time's up, me too. I think a lot of people are kind of like, all right, well, we're pro-woman, which is good. But I feel like if you're going to represent something like that, then like have a story behind it. You know what I'm saying? And be able to explain like, this is what I'm doing. Or this is what I'm trying to do. And I feel like a lot of people are not. I feel like a lot of people are not doing that. Is it just me? No, I feel like you you have an exposure to people, to women who hurt the movement more than they do to like help it maybe and I think that like affects how you feel about the movement <laughs> what do you think I don't got nothing for this shit oh. I just want to be a man all you heard <laughs> and my, my fucking all business. you heard was Harry Pitts and you were yeah, like I'm that's out. mine <laughs> I got those so <laughs> I don't want to see them you know I'll, I'll save my my man mm-hmm. views for another <laughs> another time but um, but since we on 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 this kind of vibe, um, you know, a couple of weeks we saw the whole situation with uh, Fabulous and uh, Emily B. Um, you see the video? A mess, yeah. yeah. A TMZ video. Yeah, TMZ video. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought that what that was like coming from inside of her house, right? Because I thought their, that, that was home. like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was like one of her relatives or something, like. From the top window. Am I oh, wrong? I, I mean, who oh, really was recording? I don't know. Yeah. They said that it. Well, I initially thought it was just like the camera that they have outside, but it didn't seem like a shaky hand recording some shit off the phone. I thought it was like a phone. Yeah, like it might have been. It was definitely no. inside of somewhere because they were like elevated, like the way the angle yeah. was. Yeah. So. Well, you know, they said that um, her brother was inside the house. Brother and dad. Or her something. brother. Well, we saw her dad, so I just assumed that it was her brother, like taking the video or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's it's funny. Yeah, up. I mean, we don't know what happens. All the facts hasn't came out. Um, did she drop the charges? I don't know if she dropped the charges or not. I'm not. I haven't heard that she has. Uh, I, I haven't know. really gotten an update in a couple of days, so I'm not sure. Yeah. Do you know the full situation? Um, well, apparently he had like punched the bitch in the face like seven times, knocked out her teeth, teeth, her front teeth, and then um, the dad came by to take the guns out the crib. Uh, he wasn't liking that, you know. Um, in the video, you know, you can see him telling, you know, dude was like, That's my daughter, that's my daughter. Yeah. Fat was like, I got a bullet with your name on it, some shit. And he had like a knife in his hand. Yeah, he had a knife like in his that. hand. So apparently, yeah. I think what happened was he was in, I forgot what city it was. He was in I don't town. Know where yeah, he was yeah. on the East Coast or something. And he didn't know that she was there. Am I wrong? Well, there's a. A couple of alleged stories. This is one of them. Go ahead. Yeah. He didn't know that she was there. Mm-hmm. Come to find out she's there in the in their house with her dad and her brother. Um, and she had told her dad and her brother to get the guns out of the house because she was scared that he was going to come. 
um, and attack her. So that's what they were there doing. He pulls up and he's threatening her and he's like lunging at her. And he's like, what is he even doing Lunging here? is a little strong. Lunging is strong? Did you not see the video? He walked, he approached her. I, you're ta- I now you're talking say. about the footage that we saw. Yeah. yeah. It was very aggressive. I mean, he was angry. Yeah. I ain't gonna say he was... Uh, lunging is like when you like, are like, jump. like he wasn't, he wasn't, I mean, I, he definitely was a... Uh, very aggressive. Well, he lunged at her dad like he was like... Guilty by body language. <laughs> I don't... What? What? I don't see how that's uh, like forgivable. It wasn't normal. No, no, no. It's not for... No, I'm not... Well, look, I don't know what Rashad is saying. I'm not saying it's forgivable <laughs> or justifying anything that he did. I'm just saying I wouldn't say it was lunging. Okay. I, just, I guess my definition of lunging is different. Than what maybe well, you are. he was aggressively approaching the two. I agree with that. Okay. Both her dad and her, Emily B. Yeah. And um, he was like, why is, why is he here? And she was like, that's my dad. And then um, when her dad was approaching him, he was like, I got a bullet with her name on it. And um, I don't know. I guess it was their people who was holding the dad back. And then someone was holding Fab back, yeah. right? Yeah. I but, mean... Um, I don't but know. Previous to this, she had come out saying that he was abusive, right? And nobody believed her. And then like, this footage, how long ago? I think I want to say a couple months before this okay. happened, she had come out with like allegations saying that he was abusive towards her. Mm. But to punch out somebody's front teeth, that takes a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm. Don't do that. You don't. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it's you know. Me personally, I've never had those kind of run-ins with like domestic shit. Yeah. So it's like I want to at least talk about it. This particular situation, I at least want to generally talk about it in the most political correct way that I can. And you know, we don't know all the facts. I don't want to jump out the window, but I do know in the in relative to like the the court of public opinion, it's not a good look. I for feel him. like we know enough. I feel like I, we don't I need don't. to really I, know anything. Truly, other than the fact that he not the fact that he was literally, and I mean. <laughs> And I'm not making lighter, trying to be funny, but beat the shit out of her. You know what I'm saying? We don't even know if that's true either. We have footage of him being this aggressive and threatening her father. I don't think... We have previous allegations that he is abusive. Mm -hmm. And then we have proof that she did indeed get her ass beat. Mm -hmm. No, we don't don't have proof of that, though. We don't have proof of that. I'm sure we can find proof. Okay, well, we we have to find it, but that don't okay, mean that we, we have. How do we know that? So she you're, got her you're on that innocent until out. proven guilty type. Yeah, definitely. I once again, and we how had this we, conversation. Does she have pictures without teeth? Does she have medical records that she no, publicized? None of those have been out. Okay, none so how them. do we know that she got her teeth knocked out? It's 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 part of the the, the narrative of the story that's out there. I mean, that's just what was. Like that's, that's just what's enough. in the streets. I it's just like what's that in the streets. Enough. I feel she like she hasn't taken that's any a pictures. Dangerous road to go down when we start making allegations become facts without having at least us because yeah. I, I feel like right now we're sitting in the court of public opinion so I'm not about to be on the podcast and be like yeah he whooped her ass he knocked out her teeth you know what? And we, don't, we don't know we don't maybe know her dad facts. did it we don't know those facts <laughs> it you was know? the butler 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, so uh, so what you're saying is you don't believe that he got physical with her? No, all? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I don't know enough to say that he did. And so I'm I'm not gonna jump out the window and like. That label. sounds like some lawyer nah, response shit. I but I feel like we have to deal with it in that way. Any we don't know the. We don't know the the inner workings of their relationship. We don't know what's happening to just up out the window and say he he whooped the ass and knocked the fucking teeth out. Yeah, he was wrong by by his mannerism in that video, threatening her father, lunging at her with a knife in hand. But I don't have enough. <laughs> Do you hear yourself? <laughs> I, 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 Do you hear yourself? Yeah, he was wrong with so-called holding I, a knife. I'm just saying, and allegedly, upon, because you, you know what, aggressive. you know what, because I would treat it the same way with somebody that I know personally, because we've seen many situations where people have been, you know, locked up for shit that they didn't even do. Yeah. So therefore, on that basis, people people lie, not to say that she is, but we don't fucking know. We don't fucking know. What is she doing? Well, this is what we do know. We did see the video, and even if what's being put out there is not true in terms of the abuse, the video definitely is not in favor of Fabulous. At all. Of course not. And definitely. the fact that she's... Now this part we do know that she wanted her brother and father to remove the guns in fear that Fabulous may use them on her means that there has to be some type of history of abuse. You would not like, like that's, that's not, not even something that would cross my mind. If ha- right, so right, so there's there's definitely something there in terms of all the specifics and logistics. No, we don't know all of it, but I I can say from what we do know. And from that video that there's definitely some type of like... Because who's to say that she would even still be here if her dad and her brother weren't in the house? But that we'd have to test in the court of public opinion. I'm I'm just saying when speaking upon certain things, I don't think it's fair that we just automatically label and assume certain things. That's it. How That's much, all. That's my so, only point. So my point is Marky how much... Mark, you to play me. I'm not trying to play you. I'm just asking you questions. How much proof do we need... And I'm going to keep my same need, energy. How much proof do we need before we can really try him um, fairly in the court of if public opinion? If the glove opinion? doesn't fit, you then must, you must acquit. We have to wait. We do have to how wait. How much? We do. We, 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 we do have to... Okay, so I'm thinking in terms of the um, Me Too Time's Up, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there's, like, everybody who's, you know, coming out saying that so-and-so, you know, did this to me. And it's like, immediately, that person, I don't know, Russell Simmons, right? Let's say they say it's Russell. It's like, immediately, his life, his job, everything's in jeopardy just based off of this chick saying all right well this happened to me russell did this to me and it's like immediately everybody is oh you know russell simmons it's like what the hell are you doing you know what i'm saying it's like you did this it's like there's no room for anyone to even fathom or to think that maybe this is not true immediately they're jumping down their throat so i can kind of understand what you're saying with that the fabulous video though kind of ruined it for me so i'm you know no it definitely I, I, wasn't I definitely, a good look at yeah, all like that at all kind of ruined that part but i think it is it is kind of hard to immediately find somebody guilty 
before they've even been, you know, right. put on trial, so when to speak. When you're talking of, of, you know, successful men in the industry who have allegations put upon them, no, in no way am I saying the woman is always right. Mm-hmm. The woman, whoever is accusing, is always in the right, and you should always take that side. No, absolutely not, because there, we, there, it's... It's a fact that there are women who prey off of situations like this and they're like, you know, bandwagon where bandwagon activists where all of a sudden, you know, they pop up and they claim that they were raped when they really weren't Mm -hmm. just to get some money or just to get something out of a situation to make it profitable for them. Now, of course, that is extremely damaging for women who have been sexually assaulted, who have been raped, and they're taking credibility away from situations like like what you know what's going on now but i just feel like it doesn't take that much to know what's right and what's wrong it doesn't take that much to know when you're crossing a line fab definitely crossed a line mm-hmm. and i feel and, and to bring russell simmons into it he's crossed several lines i mean based off of what we have mm-hmm. based off of the testaments of several women, 12 to be exact. Mm-hmm. He allegedly crossed the line. Allegedly crossed the line. Mm-hmm. Which is enough for me to at least question. I don't know about you, Rashad. No, it, it definitely should be questioned. Um, with the Russell thing, I mean, most of the accounts were from, well, there were some that were that were allegedly recent, but most of the accounts were from like, the what the 80s and shit you know and i think early 90s you know and and even russell himself has admitted that like back in the day when he was doing coke and all that shit he was a wild boy and you know and he he definitely has um admitted to being a a a part of a uh, a lifestyle that we can say that was um you know damaging in a sense but when did he say that? That wasn't recent, though, right? He's he has commented on on like his past life and but certain not statements, not not in reference to the allegations. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, he he has released certain statements in regards to that, and you know, in some of the cases, he was saying like, I don't remember it happening that way, you know, and and like under the the you know the 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 influence of drugs and alcohol, I can I can see that. Okay, he he might not remember acting about something in, in that particular way. It's no different from, like, the, the fucking, um, what's the dude's name? Um, Aziz? Mm-hmm. The, the woman initially accused him of, of what? Who was Aziz? And, Aziz Ansari. Ansari. Um, the funny, like, is he Indian? Indian? Arab? No, he's Indian. not Arab. I think he's Indian. He might be. But, um... He, like, does a voice on Family, or not Family Guy, American Dad. He, like, has his own show, Masters of None. What was the story again? So, basically, he was working with this young woman. She was a photographer. And they were going, basically, out on a date. They came back to his room or his hotel or whatever, and they were hanging out. And um, they started to sort of get intimate. Mm -hmm. And while they were getting intimate... She stopped him and said, I don't like this, like, and was kind of freaking out and was trying to put her clothes back on. And he said, "Okay, I don't want to do anything that you don't want to do or it's not fun. And then proceeded to, like, gesture for her to, like, suck his dick, 
do other things mm-hmm. like mm, I know started to get sexual now. again yeah so her you know essentially he didn't read or understand the cues and you know and it's like how do we separate um and you know back to russell how do we separate like intent from like actual behavior you know what I mean? Do you mean in women or in men? In men. In men. In, 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 in relation to Russell Simmons in this case, it's like, you know, I was high. We was fucking around. I didn't see anything wrong for her to, you know, say that I assaulted her or rape. But it's mm-hmm. like 10, 20 years later, you're accusing me of this. But that's not how I recall it happening. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we weigh and measure something like that, especially when so much time has has come in between that moment? You know what I'm saying? How do we go back and judge and say like, nah, nigga, you did that shit, right? You know, because because it's it it becomes word against word. How do we? You mm. know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's tricky. That's tricky as fuck. And I don't I think, think that people should have their fucking lives and careers ruined off of allegations. We've seen this shit all fucking year last year from Bill Cosby on down and so many and there's certain instances where we can like judge and say yeah he probably did that shit but I don't, I don't think but we it's don't. not safe I don't think that's a safe way no. to be going about even having these certain discussions because now we're creating a, a somewhat of a culture out of this you know there's no way there's no way that we can like find find a way to not have the conversation right now because I think that a lot of women and men feel like there's like an obligation to like uh-huh. talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So for women especially, it's it's kind of like one of those things where <laughs> I know that I feel a lot of women, especially for um, the situations that happen with men of a certain level of celebrity, you know, back in the day, I feel like a lot of women haven't felt comfortable because I felt like in the past they thought that they wouldn't be taken serious or nobody would believe them. So now with all of the Me Too, Time's Up, the Bill Cosby stuff that's been going on for years now, I think that they feel like this is my time to say something. It's kind of like speak now or forever hold your peace. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, it's unfortunate though because it's it's messed up because you're going to sit here and think like, all right, well, this is what this person did to me, you know, according to this woman. And it's like immediately everyone is going to agree without taking that person to trial or doing that homework or research. It's unfortunate but it's like it's not going to stop because women feel comfortable with doing it now you know what I'm saying and I want to give the women a benefit of the doubt you know what I mean I know that there are women who kind of work off of it and I feel like there are women who are taking advantage and I do feel like there's women who actually were assaulted so it's like there really is no way for us to decipher between who's for real and who's just doing it until I guess it actually goes to court or until it actually is, you know, investigated. But it's just where we're at now. And I don't think that is going to stop anytime soon. Like, I know that there are going to be more allegations. There are going to be more people who are going to come out and say, you know, this is what happened to me. I was assaulted because 
I think it's the hardest for the person to come out first. I feel like it's the hardest for that first person to come out first. So once they do, it kind of opens the floodgates. Mm-hmm. And I think it that definitely does. it's just not going to stop. And it makes it easier for someone who maybe wasn't even, you know, within contact, in the same context as the original person to sort of jump in into the mix and try and benefit off of yeah. whatever wave's going on. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate. I feel like any time that there is a movement or a wave or anything, you're always going to have those bla- like those last-minute bandwagon people who are like, oh, let me get mine, too. While, while, while we're opening this guy up, like, let me get some of what he's got, you know? And that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It's really sad because it does a lot of damage, you know, uh, as far as credibility goes for women who really have been assaulted you know, in a sexual manner or any kind of manner to actually have the courage to speak up because they're like, now, because this bitch over here decided to lie just to get no some one's quick gonna take me change. Serious, Nobody's right. going to take me serious. And I've really been through some shit, you mm-hmm. know, and I deserve that credibility. I deserve that sort of sensitivity when it comes to my situation. Right. And I'm glad that, that you made that point up. So I'm going to play a little bit of those advocate and, and speak about it in the most unpolitical, correct way I can. All right, go for it. So, like... Paint a picture, and we can use Russell Simmons, right? Ooh. 1970s, 1980s, right. right? Successful black guy, sleeps with a white woman. There's always been this 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 thought process of like being weary of like in in terms of like the black community. There's always been this, this thought process of treading lightly on how we deal with white people or more so in in relation to black men and white women mm-hmm. you know in the in the case of like you know um I'm trying to see what's a great fucking example of this in the sense of like a, a Emmett Till kind of story <laughs> I have to because that's that's yeah. the most classic the most one the most extreme case. one yeah whereas like you know the boy probably said hi held the door or whatever and a motherfucker said that he you know disrespected her in some way manner or form and they fucking kill him she admitted she lied yeah yeah of course yeah. she admitted that she lied so it's like in the in that kind of time period you're and this is just me thinking about it objectively a no-name white woman, no celebrity at all, intimate with, you know, this, this with this guy who has some kind of status. He's black, he's hip-hop, blase. What, f- for me, in, in my mindset, why not tell it then? When the climate is already geared in your favor, why not speak about it then? Are you saying for a woman for the, who, yeah. that it happened to? Yeah. I don't think you'll really understand that concept unless you were a woman who had been abused in that way or been, like, sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. You know, then you don't understand that it takes time to process what happened to you. It takes time to accept that that's what happened, and it takes time to confront that situation head-on in a way that is natural or it it fits into whatever your life is right now. Mm-hmm. And that could take up to 10 years, which I think that's the statute of limitations on rape, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so um, I can understand why a woman might not be able to come right out and be like, you know, this happened to me. Because in the midst of all of this, 
in the midst of, let's say, you know, you are in an uncom- uncomfortable situation with someone who's a big wig uh-huh. in the industry that you're trying to get into, you don't just bust out the gates with allegations, you know, when you're like, I've never done this before. I don't know how this industry works. Maybe that's what they do here, mm-hmm. you know? Or they're very aware of what's going on and they just don't want to potentially sabotage exactly. their future. Or they're they are coerced into doing something they're not comfortable with because they want to get ahead in their future and they think this is the only way. And that's where that whole mindset of, well, you're a grown woman. You can get yourself out of any situation. You, you, you can say no. There's plenty of, you know of other opportunities other ways not when you are you you're like betting your whole life on this one Mm -hmm. thing on this one dream and you think this is the only way and you know that like harvey weinstein when Mm -hmm. you know that this is a person who runs this industry and if you get on his bad side you may never like amount to anything in your career the way that you want to right like the girl from romeo michelle Mm-hmm. Who said that? You know, he had um, he had um, sexually assaulted her. I never saw her after Romeo and Michelle, and I think that's for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Because she she told him no, right? That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Same thing. They can put an end to your career, and a lot of people are like, I, they got to make that tough decision. Yeah, you can make the decision to walk out, but then not everybody can live with either side of regret. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where that like gray area comes in where it's like, all right, let me just fucking space out and do this thing I really am uncomfortable doing. And probably I'm going to have years of trauma for doing, but I'm living my dream. This is what it takes. Right. You know, so in, so in, in that regard, because like we have these conversations not only to to just talk about them because they're relevant, but it's like, I think they're good to have so we can learn how to deal with them better, how to go yeah. about it better, especially for... I think that this for, is like a crash test yeah. of mm, all of this. Definitely. This whole, all of this is like, how can we like be better humans in the yeah. future? Yeah. So in that regard, do you think that there should be a change of thought process in terms of like if this shit happens say something yeah because when time sets in it only becomes more and more foggy yeah more and more foggy yeah you know I think that's I think that would be ideal but I don't I don't think that's realistic yeah 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 it's not realistic that's not how humans process like trauma that's not how humans process you know that sort of attack on your like on your physical body how your like attack on your mental health goes that's not how that works so i think that of course that's ideal and i and i'm sure that a lot of companies in the industry have set up you know sort of guidelines for if you are being approached by a producer in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you can call this hotline or you can reach out to HR. You could do this. You could. Do, I'm sure they have all these things in place, but it still doesn't work out that way because women go home and they're like, no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen to me. 
No, he didn't mean it like that. No, he He was just joking. He was, was just kidding. Playing. He was just joking. And then it, le- it, it and and hit you having that thought process and going back in the studio with this producer that's like rubbing on your leg. To them, they're like, "Oh, they, she let me get away with it once. She let me, and he's in his mind, he's easing his way in. Mm-hmm. And in your mind, you're like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm getting deeper and deeper and I should have said something when this first started, but I thought he was kidding." And now I'm in this uncomfortable position where this has been going on for three months and I haven't said anything, you know, and now it's like, well, why haven't you, why didn't you say anything in the beginning? You've been letting this go on. You must like it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the natural perception. But you can't account for what she's going through, which is, well, I didn't want to step on any toes. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to set my album back, you know, a couple months. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to stop working on this project or whatever. Like, there's pressure. I think that there's going to be a difference, though, and I think it's starting now where a lot of men in those positions, because it's not even just in the industry, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's at regular jobs. Yeah, right. Everyday life, um, regular life. I do think now, though, with everything that's happening, I think a lot of men will naturally, which they should be, will naturally be a little bit more aware and conscientious of what they're doing. Absolutely. Um, so I think that that'll definitely help with what's going on because there are going to be a lot of men who are going to be scared and they may not have any malice or it may be, um, I don't know what people would consider friendly flirting or, you know what I mean, at the workplace. But I think that they'll naturally kind of be on guard and have their guards up because they're like, well, shit, I don't want to. Because like right now, it's kind of seems like the guys are the ones who are. How can I put this? The guys who are being accused, whether we know it to be true or not, are kind of getting the shit end of the stick uh, immediately mm-hmm. right. from the allegations. Yeah. So I think a lot of guys are aware of this and naturally are kind of falling back. So I don't know. I mean, I would hope that things will get better, but because of all of the women who, you know, in the past, from all these years, who didn't say anything, the thing that I see still happening is going to be a lot more you know, accusations and allegations from these women from years back who didn't say anything. Now, going forward, I think it will be a lot less Mm -hmm. because of what's going on. But we might switch to allegations against women in the workplace. Well, yeah, I'm sure that's pretty sure it's coming. Yeah, I know that's coming. But of course, it has to be this way first, because people are a lot more sympathetic to a woman being sexually assaulted and being taken advantage of than a man because mm-hmm. people all also have this cons- this preconception that like men can't be raped or men can't be sexually or, abused or you know even bigger than that I think people think that or I think a lot of men are trained to believe they can't have feelings or emotions period right. so or they can't be um, they can't be manipulated yeah in that sort of yeah. way which isn't true, but that's like the majority, the majority opinion. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Um. So to continue on and and like really bring it home, um, let's talk about R. Kelly, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Robert. Um. Why are niggas so quiet? 
I'm just waiting to see what you about to say. Right. Why it's gotta be what I you gotta are, say? You're right. Look, I'm God, ready. I'm sitting yeah, already. Right. I'm just you just come on with it, and I'll, I'll say what I gotta say. Nah, fuck that, Marky. You you intro this in. All right. Well, so Kitty Jones came out to um, BBC in this documentary called R. Kelly. Sex, Girls, and Videotapes. And apparently um, she was in a romantic, well, not a romantic, but in a sexual relationship with him in which she said that during her time with him, she was introduced to other women who were being groomed um, in the same manner that she realized she was Mm -hmm. to be basically his sex slave or a sex toy. Um, She said that he called them pets Mm -hmm. and that um, in one instance... He had a 14-year-old girl crawling towards her and 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 commanded that she perform oral sex on her and she's and he is quoted as saying um he introduced her and said that she that he trained her since she was 14. Oh, I'm sorry. She wasn't 14 at the time, but he had trained her until she was 14 and he said um that's my motherfucking pet. That's my fucking pet. Um and she said that he was very abusive physically, mentally, and verbally, and that he gets some sort of satisfaction uh, with himself knowing that he's taking control over people. Um, so, yeah. How do you feel about that? Why do you think that, like... <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think we ain't got him the fuck up out of here yet? So I was looking into because none of this shit is like new when it comes to R. Kelly. I mean, like, well, this, um, I think that we know. Well, allegedly, we allegedly know the sex slaves and all the how yeah, that shit is new. recent. That's new, but we've already we, Pedoph- we've known that for a long time. Yeah. yeah, but why do you think, especially coming from Chicago, like, why do you think we ain't got him the fuck up out of here yet? <laughs> Like, mm. I, I feel like there's always been some kind of, like, resistance when it came to, like, R. Kelly. There's actually an article um, where Salon.com interviewed Jim DeRogatis. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. Um, but he is actually, like, the reporter, like, the entertainment reporter who um, was kind of a key witness in the first trial, he was With like a yeah. He okay. was um, when it came to the tape because I think the tape was sent to him hmm. or something like that. And he said that he's preying on the most vulnerable victims imaginable. Um, and he he's talking about vulnerable 14, 15, 16 year old black girls. So he says somebody nobody cares about um, because if you're a young black woman, even worse than rape culture and women in general, you are not believed. You're a gold digger, a bitch, or a whore, and you and you know going after these girls who are seemingly vulnerable, seem some from broken homes, it can take as little as a pair of sneakers. That's what he's quoted as saying, and I kind of agree with him mm-hmm. because when it comes to black women in the media. They're not talked about um, being like sexually assaulted or being kidnapped as much as, let's say, a blonde white girl. Mm-hmm. That's just facts. That's just mm-hmm. the world we live in. And I think a lot of that comes from people see little black girls of that age as being sexual anyway. 
people already hypersexualize young black girls because of the way that they develop. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to just in your family, like I remember it's like not uncommon for your own family to be like, go put on some, some clothes. Yeah, go put on some clothes because your uncle's coming over. Mm-hmm. Or go put on some, some pants. You, don't walk around in them shorts. Like, but I'm around family. I'm in my house. Why do I have to change? Mm-hmm. You know? It's this this frame of thinking that it's it's okay for men to think of you as sexual beings at that age, but it's not okay for you to just be natural in your you're supposed to be uncomfortable in being sexual you're supposed to be uncomfortable in your own body you're supposed to be ashamed of having curves at 14 where you know other girls don't you're supposed to be uncomfortable because that's something to be ashamed of so I think that with girls developing in that way where they're like oh I I mean I I didn't see I mean I I didn't see anything wrong with the way that I look but I I got to cover this up because I should be ashamed of this and then also I go to school and all the boys are like trying to grab my ass and you know well maybe this is what I am or or even like maybe this is what I should be ashamed of you you prey on people in that mind state of course you're going to of course you're going to be able to attract some of them into the the you're going to be able to lure young girls in because you're an established artist because they they can google you because I mean it takes nothing these days for you to be seen as a celebrity. Mm-hmm. If you have over like 10,000 followers on Instagram, people are going to be lured into you a little bit. And we're talking about Art Kelly who is like uh, R&B legend for most people mm-hmm. so of course he's going to be able to draw in these young girls who are vulnerable because they have been told that their bodies are something to either be shameful about or something to show off as you know as their meal ticket do you agree? no I totally agree definitely agree um, I'm, I have no defense for R. Kelly um, in regards to the things that he has done um, a lot of these accounts are have some time on them as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that, well, my first thought is like, at least coming from Chicago, I said that there's always been some kind of like resistance or a hush hush when it comes down to his character in these situations. To the fact where we, even after like seeing the tape, I remember motherfuckers celebrating the fact that he beat the charge. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he can drop some music and we still love and dance to it. Stepping in, la- in the name of love as niggas right. and shit. And and we just let the shit fly by. Because he is that uncle. And a lot and 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 I will go, I will sit here and say this. A lot of women support that shit. Yeah. A lot of women support that shit. And what's really sad, and I'm like just now thinking of this but I think that a lot of the women who support him and his music are willing to are willing to overshadow his transgressions because that's kind of what they've seen in men Mm -hmm. or that's what they've been exposed to so it's normalized in men 
Um, yeah. Like the older I, fans, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think there's two reasons. I think it's that. I think a lot of people, um, you know, listen to R. Kelly's music. And I think that, first of all, they think there's the, and it could be subconsciously, but there's the personal and then there's the artist. Mm-hmm. And I think that some people don't want to or don't care to separate the two. Should then, we? We'll, we'll get back to that. Okay. But I think the other reason why I think a lot of people still support him, um, it's because that behavior of a grown man, you know, being with in, uh, with a young woman, 14, 15, 16, is It's something that's common. joked about. It's, it's something, that's, something joked that, about. It's something that's joked about and it's something that actually happens. Definitely. I remember being and, in seventh and eighth grade and the girls in, in my class were dating niggas in their 20s. Yeah. Or just coming out of high school right. and shit. Fucking sad. So there's no justification for it by any means. But I think a lot of girls and or a lot of general society thinks that that is like normal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just a thing like, yeah, that happens. It's not really a big deal to me. You know what I mean? Do you think... Normal in general or normal in the black community? Well, I can only speak from what I know of, so I'll say black community. Um, I'm not sure how that is in, you know, like white culture. I, I don't, I'm not, I can't speak on that. I don't know. Right. I'll even go as far as say urban community. I think that that's just something that's just like, you know, that happens. So in terms of if we should separate the two, <laughs> It's hard to say. Because we can't front and act like R. Kelly ain't make great fucking music. Right. That we didn't, like, genuinely... No, there's no doubt that he's talented. That takes nothing away from his talent or anything like that. But I'm not going to... I'm not going to be a patron of his music when I know the shit that I know. Mm-hmm. That's me, though. A lot. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for a lot of others because I know, I know my aunties and uncles still stepping like nothing's really changed but I don't feel comfortable knowing that there's some 14 year old girl chained up while he steps steps side to side Uh like I can't (laughs) (laughs) it's so not funny but I'm laughing at at how you did that it is what it fucking is (laughs) (laughs) I'm not I can't um, oh, uh, uh, it's frustrating because it's like, first of all, it is, it's hard. I, I think the question of asking, should we separate? I think that it's hard to separate just to be straight up. It is because it's like, I can listen to or say that I think that this song is great. Right. And yeah, I'll stream it. And I guess that is going in their pockets essentially, but um, it's like, am I going to go out my way to go to a concert or am I going to, it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. But then it's like, does this song, I don't know. And what's funny, I think the irony behind the R. Kelly stuff is all of his songs, the majority of them are like sexualized. So Over fucking sexualized. Yeah, like, I think like, The Chocolate Factory, that album was out during the the uh, tape the, in 2003. His, his song with Lady Gaga was like, are yeah. you... Well, that's why they didn't even let... So, Marky's talking about 
do what you want do with what my you body. want That's do what you want do what you want oh. yeah but it, the chorus do what you want my body and in parentheses what you we, want we with my body, body. <laughs> and um they filmed a music video with terry richardson Lady Gaga, R. Kelly, Terry Richardson did a video, but her label would not release it. This is when, obviously, you know. Oh, I, well, the video you can see the video. You can the see like a clip. Out. It's it's not not the full. It's not the full. No, 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 It's not the full. The full video can no. be found. I feel like I, I didn't see that it. Shit. If I've only ever seen snippet over the years, this has been snippets. Hmm. But um, the full video wasn't. He was really, like on top of the table. Yeah, she was. Like, he was like a surgeon or something, and she was. Yeah, it was a crazy. Did they do a live performance? They did. They did a couple. They did a couple. Or, SNL, they did American Music Awards. The, she was Marilyn Monroe, and he was the president. He was the president, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, her her <laughs> label would not let that video come out because of um, R. Kelly and you know his history. And then also, I think at the time is when I'm surprised Terry Richardson started getting his allow, allegations. I'm I'm surprised that they allowed her to do a song with him. Well, oh, yes, yeah, what I'm saying it's like, but y'all knew who R. Kelly she was when they pushed was, for it. Guy got a little controversial. I'm pretty sure she pushed for it. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. She know. I mean, at this point, everyone knows about R. Kelly and his, and his history. Um, but that song was trash. Nah, that song was good. I'm not gonna lie. You liked it? Yeah, I liked that. Oh my song. God, I hated that song. Yeah, I love that song. It was so good. I have a question for y'all. So, yeah. would we would we judge R. Kelly the same way if these girls were of legal age? Well, it wouldn't it's even consi- be the same. It wouldn't well, even be the same. Yeah, at all. No? It wouldn't, because when you're of legal age, are you talking about the the the, the 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 prisoner house? Are you yes. talking about that? Yes. Oh, um. Yes. So if this was like an 18 year old chick, but she was still under under their parents' home. He's 51. I dig it. I think that there would be a similar conversation. Okay. I similar, think though because I think near. because they were are or were so young, 13, 14, I think that it intensifies the situation a bit. Mm-hmm. Um but I do think that if the women were 18 years old, I still think that this would still be taken as serious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it doesn't I don't know. And in no way am I like kink shaming or whatever. In no way. You are. I'm really not. <laughs> what I'm shaming is grooming fucking human women mm-hmm. as if they human are women. fucking animals. Their lady hands. Okay. With their lady hands and their lady brains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting to me. There's I'm no. Uh, yeah. There's no. Ju- I mean. There's Kelly, no justification. I don't need. I don't need to wait to see more evidence. No, like I mean, it is what it is. Like we we know enough. It was enough when he. I don't know how old was that girl fifteen that he peed on in that video. No, that, she was younger than that. I thought. I thought she was thirteen or fourteen. Oh my god! During, when the tape when the tape was filmed. I don't. I hope she wasn't. But yeah, that was enough. That incident alone was enough. But even a hint that you are running a house like this, that should should shut you down like period mm-hmm. I mean if that tape wasn't enough the sheer allegation that maybe he might be doing this shit should be enough right. and let me just let me just be more specific in terms of what I was talking about in terms of separating the personal from the artist because at this point with the R. Kelly stuff this is different than you know the, um, the allegations, allegations of yeah. having 
because I, I didn't hear right before. It was cons- consensual sex, uh-huh. though, with younger women. That's one thing, and it's horrible by all means. But oh, <laughs> I am not saying that. <laughs> I think at this point that there should be a separation for sure, and I, I can't understand how people can support R. Kelly knowing what we know now. Wait. This is on a different level. So what are you saying? I was saying there that... There should be a, a level of separation until you get to a certain point? Like, R. I'm, Kelly's yeah, at, on a, like just, beyond separation? Or I, saying, there's a point of no return at this okay. point, I feel like. And it sounds crazy, but it's the truth. There's one thing to say, all right, well, R. Kelly is, or maybe have had sex. Well, we know for a fact he did because of tape, but he paid, you know... Um, he paid in order right. to for the trial to be over so he never was convicted of what we saw mm-hmm. yeah. there was a settlement out of court but um, there, I do think that there's levels and I do think that there was people general public who were still accepting of him after that okay but I think that now with what we know about him I think that that's like a totally different level of like shock and like disgust and <laughs> and disappointment so I am not saying or encouraging anyone to support him if they want they do what they do but I do think there's more people who feel an obligation to not support him now knowing about this new stuff like this is just like next level yeah I to bring it back to clarify you saying why are we still letting him slide mm-hmm. knowing what we know I think that in the black community in particular we want to add to that whole like cherished bunch that we have specifically for like Black History Month. Mm-hmm. We want to add to that list of people of Rosa Parks, Malcolm X. Was R. Kelly with them? No, I'm oh. saying I don't know where the fuck as... she going with this people. <laughs> but you're on your own on this. Yeah, one go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, wait, go ahead. Was I not on my own? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that we want to add to legends. Mm-hmm. When in whatever arena that we have, and I think it when it comes down to Bill Cosby and R. Kelly, we want we want them so bad to be heroes mm-hmm. and to add to the greats that we will f- look past that and look to what like they've attributed to the culture, which is when they separate, which is what you were saying, yeah, is separating their you know professional like history versus their personal lives like Michael Jackson please we that, that's a that's whole nother why 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 is that See, no, I'm not saying that it's different no, no 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 I'm not gonna I'm not saying well I don't <laughs> know what Marky is saying no, fucking different. I'm not saying I'm, 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 no, no 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 well from my end I'm saying Hold that on. that's a whole different before we move on do you see how I tie that together do you see how that like Ended up kind of making sense. I did. Okay. I got it. Thanks, Lance. But I was not saying Michael <laughs> Jackson is different. I'm saying that that would be a whole nother, that could be a whole nother hour conversation. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I don't know about Mark. I just, I just know that we get real picky and fucking choosy. When it comes because to these certain, you can even, you can even use saying. you can you even use Chris Brown as an example. Chris Brown, somebody who was he who did. He's His done. community service for the 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 night of whatever happened between him and Rihanna, right? Mm-hmm. And he is still accepted, yeah, by a lot see, of people. I, see, when I think about Chris Brown, I regard that as being a bad mistake. 
Why? Because he was young? Yeah. They, they, I mean, they were both young, and young people do stupid shit. He's been doing stupid shit past that, though. Okay. I mean, not on the level of the Rihanna situation, No, not, but he's displayed that he has a fucking anger problem. Okay, a lot of people have that. anger problems that stem from childhood things. There's a lot of I'm things that... There's though, a lot though. of stuff, though, that happened to him after... There was a lot of trauma that happened after the stuff with Rihanna. He, had to, he literally had to sacrifice his career after that shit. Yeah, it was and a while, lot. While Rihanna reaches new heights of fucking celebrity. It was, uh, but anyway, okay, before but I don't even want to get to all of that. Artist. Right. But, but but my point, though, was... Y'all niggas picking and choosing. They, Y'all like this. They, <laughs> uh, I think that it depends on what the allegations are. I'm just being straight up. I'm telling you how people think. And I... I, I I'm guilty of it too. I'm just saying. It's like the stuff with Chris Brown, it's like he was young. And, um, but this he, is also how things are processed legally too. Like, this was a, a act of rage for Chris Brown. Like, he was lashing out versus you, your whole frame of mind with R. Kelly that he's grooming a girl from the age of 14 into her 20s and 30s. That's that's di- that a, is different. That's a that's whole nother mind frame yeah. of criminal and fucking like... Crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole nother crazy. So, yes, there is a difference between how we think of people in the intent and the, and, and the, the act of violence or the act of of abuse towards another human. Absolutely. Because I'm not putting Chris Brown under the same microscope. It's the same. But finish that that Michael Jackson thought, though. You really want to bring it back to Michael? I do, because now we have a situation which is very similar. He was never proven guilty, though. I'm going to take your stand. I don't know enough. he, I don't, I don't know. Was it a payout or he just wasn't? I don't remember. I was a wasn't, fucking no, child of guilty. I know that much. But we had little kids that claimed that they saw Michael Jackson's speckled dick. Oh my god! They slept in the bed with him. Why don't we apply that on the same level? Well, I'm, I, we can't right. entirely apply it on the same level of R. Kelly. But now we're still dealing with underage fucking kids, even little boys. Why? Why don't we treat it the same? There's a. There, I, I mean, I can answer that. There's multiple reasons. One being Michael Jackson, because I think that Michael Jackson's music and his legacy and the type of artist that he was compared to somebody like R. Kelly. Um, so in his case, totally we can different. separate the music from the character. No, or, um, or the or the isolated behavior. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying why it's done. Not saying that it should be done. I'm just saying why people do have a very different perception of a Michael Jackson versus an R. Kelly, mm-hmm. and the fact that we saw a tape of R. Kelly versus. Sure you know what I mean? Like, granted, now if we would have saw footage of Michael Michael's Jackson, home. it's like. Even the shit with Bill Cosby, there's been no footage. But the fact that there's almost 50 women coming out now, it's like, dude, like we can't even. We don't even. The people need who, who try to have his back or say, all right, let's wait, let's take this to trial. Let's. Wait. It's like they don't even. They can't even. You know, be on the level with him to try Before to understand. Woman speaks up. Yeah, yeah, it's like so. I think that's one of the main reasons: the fact that he wasn't found guilty, the fact that it was all alleged. The fact that Michael Jackson was likable, it's just a different type of persona that he had. And I think that realistically, the reason why people don't hold his feet to the fire or did at the time was 
because he was more liked. Well, I'm going to take it one step further. I feel like we, I feel like as Americans, we watched Michael grow up. And so we know. From a little boy to a white from, woman? Yes. A little black boy? <laughs> you ignorant. I am ignorant as fuck. That's that's my whole position here. <laughs> so I feel like we all can see how his childhood was taken from him. We can all see how his upbringing could have been abusive. And mm-hmm. so we can all kind of sympathize with, okay, I can understand how if he was, I can understand his frame of thinking because all he wanted was to sell candy in a candy shop. And his dad was like, no you're going to make this dream pop mm-hmm. because that's what I wanted. So there was trauma. So there's trauma, and I think people can relate to trauma and okay. latch onto it and kind of kind of make excuses when they can understand your frame of thinking. Yeah. Whereas somebody like R. Kelly, we don't know where the hell he got the notion that it was okay to, to basically kidnap young preteen girls mm-hmm. and train them right. to be his sex slaves. But because of the fact that we don't know where it came from. I think if 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 within recent years he came out with a documentary talking about how he was sexually molested mm-hmm. as a child or something, then maybe it would be a little more sympathetic. And that's and that's really sad because mm-hmm. it doesn't change how fucked up the situation no, not at is. All. Not at all. But I think that as a, as a nation, like as as a but people, perception we, wise, yeah, it, we would it, be a lot more and so, sympathetic. Great examples. Everything that we talked about, which is my particular reason why I think when we start talking about shit in the court of public opinion, that shit is dangerous. Because look how fucking mixy we become talking about subject to subject based upon information we know, information we don't know, things that we can assume, but yet still come into entire whole judgments on people. Just based upon opinion. It's not all just based upon opinion, though. It's like, like, okay, dude, first of all, if we're talking about R. Kelly, you were married to Aaliyah when she was 15. I don't have much defense for R. Kelly. Okay, okay, we're talking about R. Kelly. I'm just just speaking entirely on the court of public opinion because I feel like we live in an age where it's like, as soon as somebody say, hey, Lance, he fucking stole $100 from me, then motherfuckers be like, yeah, nigga, you stole that shit. And it's like... I didn't do anything. I didn't. It's 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 just the fact that we we're starting to we're quick to believe the worst. we're quick to believe the worst, or we're quick to believe opinions over facts. We're quick to believe opinions over facts, and I feel like we're that's a, a dangerous time that we're in, especially seeing the you know the height of social media the fact that like I can send a tweet and that shit can travel fast as fuck motherfuckers all around the world can see that shit and now you believe that in your mind and you you create a, a new reality based off that perception yeah you know I think that that's dangerous and I don't think while we are progressing in times and people are starting to come out about certain things that that you know that that have been done to them we're starting to you know write you know the wrongs based upon certain you know in, injustices that were done in the past but we're still not dealing with the 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 system and how we even view everything in in, in totality mm-hmm. relative to our no, opinions. No, I, I agree with you that. Know? I agree that... That's my only argument about every fucking thing. I agree that our access to information has made us lazy in a sense. Yeah. 
because yeah. when you have constant access to information, I don't need to back check. You know, I don't need to fact check. You know, your tweets or whatever. And constant. We have constant access to information that can be manipulated as exactly, well. Exactly. Yeah. From Twitter to Wikipedia to like, so it's like whatever I say is true. People. I mean, and I think that it goes along the lines of if if it sounds good, if it sounds entertaining, if it sounds like it's a mess, yeah. if it sounds like there's drama, then I'm just gonna roll with that story, and that's just what it is. I do think that happens a lot of times, um, and. I will say that I agree with you for the most part, Rashad. Um, but at the same time, I do think that in certain cases or instances, I do think that there's enough information or enough evidence to form an opinion on a situation or somebody based off of what we do know. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the question is if people can change, I do think some people can change. Well, yeah, that was going to be the next thought. So, like, at what point do we... At what point is someone forgiven? How much time does does somebody have to be... um, How do I put it? It's like, you're going to give this motherfucker a whooping forever? At what point... I honestly think it depends on what they did. These people ain't got their whooping yet. That's, R. Kelly hasn't true. gotten his whooping. Which is why I think he still thought it was okay to... Yeah. He was like, oh, y'all cool with this? Let me get a whole house. <laughs> um, I think it depends on what they did. Hmm. I do. I do think it is. And I, and I think that it is hard because of social media, because you do have those internet trolls who, like, will constantly bring shit up, you know what I'm saying, from the past, but we didn't have that back in the day. You know, um, I would say mid, early 2000s, the 90s, whatever the case may be. Um, so I do think that certain things are brought up um, and can be brought up at any point. But I think I think there's a difference. Like, I mean, if I was to steal a magazine from a CVS versus rob a bank. Yeah, I'm a thief. Right. <laughs> but there's levels to it. You know what I'm saying? That's too that's too drastically different things. So I think that it depends on what's going on. With R. Kelly, with Bill Cosby, no. That stuff is gonna stick with them. I think that the stuff is going too far and I think that at this point there's been too many allegations and too much stuff against them to even revert back or let them and I mean with Bill Cosby, it's unfortunate because he's old, so he doesn't have that much, you know, time left. Just being realistic, so to balance, it's back just, from it this? ruined his. Yeah, I yeah. think that his what we what people thought of Bill Cosby is now tarnished completely, and I don't ever think it's going to be. It will never be back to what it was before. Mm-hmm. Even people watching the Cosby show in syndication, it's like people don't even look at it the same or he'll make a joke it's and it's now. like everyone's thinking like oh well did, what did he like you know what I mean like what was I disagree I disagree you, you I, I think those of us that are a little bit older that literally like like grew up with the Cosby show I think that they're able to separate the that that fatherly motherfucker that they saw on that TV show from this individual I mean especially seeing like how much that show inspired people to like just to think differently about like family you think about like it's it's a different world that shit is that the show 
A different world was a spinoff. The spinoff, right. Mm-hmm. Made motherfuckers want to go to college and things and that. Like, Bill Cosby is, is, is remembered in a certain light in retrospect to his work. And I definitely think that certain people can separate that, in my opinion. I think that certain people I don't have think no that choice shit just goes all out the way. Be- I mean, yeah. Because, you know, their whole uh, trajectory of their life was changed mm-hmm. based off of his work. Yeah. So I think people have no choice but to see him in a professional light, you know, without looking at the personal. Mm-hmm. But I do think, I do agree with Lance that there is a change. There is going to be a shift. There are people who cannot look at his work the same way because of the allegations against him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, we've been oppressed, black people. We've been oppressed, right? So we don't want to go against one of our own, especially someone who had been celebrated at one point. Exactly. The same shit that went on with O.J. Simpson. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, you know, we didn't want to go against him, and it turned into a black thing right. versus this man actually killed his wife and this guy. You know what I'm right. saying? So I think a lot of people, you know, are kind of going along with that mindset. So... They don't separate either because of that. So I don't know. I <laughs> I know me personally. I I have a hard time critiquing um, things relative to black people in public. It's right. it's one of those things where it's like certain things shouldn't step out the the due bounds of your home kind of situation. And I definitely think there are certain things relative to our community that we really shouldn't allow everyone to have a, 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 a an opinion on. Until we fix our own matters until in our own house, it out. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, 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 I do kind of feel that way talking about this shit. I that get shit that, is a little bit but different. that's not the nature of the world we live in right now. No, not at all. And that's also not the nation, the nature of that industry. When you get to a certain level of success, you know, you fall victim to the same things that you know white people who make it do. You fall victim to the same things that anybody in that in that light would or you expose you know the worst of yourself mm-hmm. and eventually it'll come out right. in the case of like Art Kelly mm-hmm. you know that's not something that just happened because he got famous right. that shit would have been happening you know on the low end if he was still yeah. struggling I mean I just I just come from the thought process that I don't we don't often see white people or people from other communities do it to their own but yet we will be you know, um, s- somewhat led in the in the direction to critique, crucify our own people. I, I don't want to so. say that because I think that we cape for our own a, a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've we've been the ones who have kind of kept R. Kelly going. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. I kind of feel like we were the ones. I mean, I have family members who were like in disbelief about the the Bill Cosby stuff and still are like that were like, you know, this is all Hannibal Burris's fault, you know, and, and he's a legend. And what really happened was it's a conspiracy against Bill Cosby because... He wanted to buy NBC. Because he wanted to buy NBC and they didn't want a black man in there. And and it's like, mm, Something maybe, to think about. Maybe, yeah. you know, but that doesn't take away from the act. Yeah, definitely. You know, so I, I, I disagree. I think that black people cape for a lot of black successful... Um, yeah. I, well, no, I mean, my the, the thought is, like, white people don't always, often don't do it to their own. We, we don't really, a lot of these kind of, just think about all the names that we've already brought up. 
And the only one in recent light that we can say in, in terms of like our, our white counterparts is Harvey Weinstein. And even then, we ain't hearing about that shit too much either. Boy, that anymore? shit, that not anymore. I feel like that shit was that, cut short. No, because that, huh? that is a coin term now. Because when I was looking into the, uh, uh, the R. Kelly shit, uh-huh. the term the Weinstein effect came up. Uh-huh. So that's a thing now. Okay. Like he is cemented in this scandal, like for at least a while. Mm-hmm. As well, I'm I'm interested to see how it affects his career or his business, his money. You know what I'm saying? We can talk about this shit all day, but does the money still flow? Did you hear mm-hmm. about dude from Nickelodeon? Mm-mm. There's like um, one of the creative producers of Nickelodeon was asked to step down. And um, they paid him out, I think like seven billion or something like that. God damn. Because, or maybe I'm exaggerating. <laughs> seven billion. I mean, damn. but he's been with Nickelodeon since we were kids, and still are. But allegedly, um, they said that it was just creative differences mm-hmm. was why he left. But he's also tweeted pictures of um, like Victoria Justice, like pouring ketchup on her toes, oh, and fuck. like Ariana Grande, and like. And they were both underage at the time. So I feel like there's some scandal that's, like, brewing with Mm -hmm. him, too. And he's white. Yeah. I feel like they have a better way of probably keeping it under wraps in regards to what you're saying. But I don't see how— I I, Right, because the thing is, I feel like in what we just talked about, even if we're talking about O.J. Simpson, I think a lot of our people— will actually defend or try to justify or be in denial yeah. when it comes to somebody of a right. certain level of celebrity. You because know what I mean? they're like, this has been my hero for this long. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going up and believe, you know, just some shit that you're We'll quote. make up conspira- conspiracy yeah. theories and everything. Like, this is, this is all a lie. Mm. They're trying to bring us down. Exactly. Why are you looking at me like that? I was going to see what you had to say. <laughs> that was, was a funny motherfucker. I wanted to, to see what you had to say. I was waiting. Uh, two on one. Y'all are some funny motherfuckers. I'm just saying. <laughs> Ain't nobody ganging up They're on you. ganging up on me. Chicago thugs. <laughs> so, what's up? What we got? Are we done? Damn, we covered a lot. Yeah, we, we did. did. How long was that? We've been an hour and 40. It's probably our longest joint so far. Hmm. That is our longest joint yeah. so far. Definitely. Um, well, on a lighter note, um, we definitely got um, some things coming up in the city. Are, are you guys going to come to the, the comedy show? The yeah. Martin Luther King's of Comedy joint? Yeah. Did you buy your ticket already? I didn't. I'm going to buy it this weekend. Okay. Yeah. They ain't going to sell out that fast. So. Are you going? When is it? 21st 20th 21st we talking about people shit don't even know the dates yeah maybe I'll check it out yeah definitely there's a group of comedians from Chicago called the Martin Luther Kings of Comedy they're pretty dope they got a show coming this weekend at the Revival so we're definitely gonna check them out Uh, we got the Earnest Living Tour I think we should definitely check that out as a collective and shit you know we trying to network you know rub shoulders with y'all niggas and you know let y'all know that our podcast is gonna be popping, so you should. It already is. You should popping. definitely oh. like fuck with us in some way, shape, or form. Uzi shoulder shrug. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Uzi shrug. <laughs> Silly as hell. Oh well, 
I guess that was another episode. How are we feeling? We good? Yeah, I'm good. We drained or we... No, I'm not no, drained. we good? Nah. I'm good. I feel good, too. Okay. Well, uh, thank y'all for listening. Uh, what up, Joe? Episode three. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.